everybody how you doing <laughs> good i looked at matt when i said everybody because yeah. matt's my everybody i'll take it yeah, yeah i'll take it for everyone sure you're my everyone you know what i mean <laughs> we see each other a lot yep. we have quiet time lots of quiet time it's a lot of good stuff um this is a fan podcast we have no insider access but we are hardcore raptors fans and hardcore fans of the nba correct so you're gonna hear a lot of opinions they're gonna be unsourced you know, they're going to be wild. They're going to be porous. But that's what we do here. We, uh, we crack jokes and we have a good time. Um, yeah. Matt, well, how do they uh, find us online? Where should they subscribe? We are on iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, those are the two biggies that you can subscribe on. You can go to dunkspodcast.com. There's all kinds of things you can click on to subscribe there. You're damn right. We're on Instagram. We even have Twitter. A, yeah, we got Holy a, a button to shit. subscribe and to rate on iTunes. We need those iTunes ratings if we're going to compete with the low post. That's right. We're gunning for the low post, even though that's where I get most of my source information. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, let's get going with these uh, amazing guests. We got two new guys and, uh, and one guy returning for the pod. Um, mm hmm. I've known this guy for a long time. We met through a mutual friend. He's hilarious. He's a uh, producer. He's a writer. He's a hardcore basketball fan. He's got a really cool hat right now. Uh, he's got a nice beard and long hair. Why don't you give it up at home for Josh Finkelman? I kind of wish that would follow me around where I like walked into <laughs> rooms. That theme song just popped up. Yeah. Great. Yeah. You had a nice natural bob to it. I feel like everyone deserves a theme song. That's always been a, a thing of mine. I think that's why I listen to headphones all the time. Cause it's yeah. just like, I can convince myself that me, there's me someone. And Matt, me and Matt feel that. I yeah. liked it. Yeah. I feel that too. I'm okay. done now. This is this is the main way that made my day. I don't, yeah, need, I don't need to do the rest of this. I well, know what I needed. Well, I'm gonna make you stick around. <laughs> okay, fine, fine. Uh, thanks for uh, joining me on the pod. It's gonna I'll be do good. A uh, shit ton of stuff to talk about, obviously. Um, next coming up, he's a hilarious comedian, amazing musician, super creative, awesome puppeteer. Loves basketball. He's got a badass garden. I'm gonna try to pronounce his name right. Nick D. Nick D. Gaetano. Close, dyke, ah, you know, I did my best. This is him gardening, by the way. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. That's really, that's great. Yeah. A little, little folky, little, little uh, country. Sure. Know, that's fine. It's great. Yeah. Wonderful. If you played a basketball game to that music, it would be like nice and mellow. Totally. Yes. And a lot of passing. A lot, a lot of, passing. of friendly passing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and one super angry. Yeah. Guy it, it wouldn't even be like tiki taka passing. It would basically, basically be like less purposeful. What, you know, you know what like mean? where you're just like, whoosh, whoosh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, just, like, just wind breeze passing. That's it. Um, well, let's bring our, our last guest on. He's uh, done the podcast one before. He started a uh, hardcore Raptors fan group that I, um, I'm on probably way too much. It's a big, big part of my life, but I love it and I'm addicted and uh, I found my people. Um, give it up for coming from Los Angeles, <laughs> Andre DePep. Hello. How you doing? 
Good, good. Thank you for having me back. Man, thanks for joining the podcast. Are you are you driving around LA right now or what? <laughs> oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> just uh palm trees and celebrities. Um oh, oh shit. Just saw LeBron James. What's up, dude? Oh <laughs> that's a beautiful segue because uh um, we're going to bury, we're going to bury the lead here because we're a Raptors podcast and we're not going to talk about LeBron for like 25 minutes. So, um, if you're, if you're, uh, not a huge fan of the Raptors, uh, uh, minutia and podcasting, then, uh, you know, you can maybe skip ahead or, or you can learn some shit. You know what I mean? Um, it, yeah. well, you know what? I actually did see my very first NBA player in real life and it actually, has a lot to do with Toronto. It was Shea Gilgis Alexander. Cool. This weekend. Uh, native of Hamilton, I believe. That's right. I said Hammertown and, and he, did, uh, didn't, wait. he ran away. Did you actually say Hammertown to him? I, I kind of wish I did. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. That would be <laughs> like cool. Me, in, he was outside mind, of a yeah. cool restaurant being cool. So. Yeah, for sure. In my mind, I'd be like Hammertown. But then if you looked at me, I'd be like, good, sir. <laughs> I, can't, bro. I, I once stood in front of kevin garnett and like looked at his belt he had a super nice belt uh -huh. and that was about eye level i nice. just looked like you just look all the way back up and you're like oh my god you really are um, like they're huge and it's in, in your mind you're probably like kg big ticket oh, but then when you looked at him you're like Hey, sir. <laughs> Excuse me. I'd like to get past you. You're blocking the bathroom. Um, well, uh, yeah, we got so much to talk about. I say we get cracking here. Matt, would you give me that old raptor sting? Listen, I'm never going to stop feeling cool doing that, okay? <laughs> yes, I bob my head and look at Matt, but it feels good. <laughs> Uh, Andre, you're coming from the furthest, uh, even though it's basically just uh, online and we're calling mm. you through, you know, technology. But uh, let's get going on the Raptors stuff here first. So uh, the Raptors re-sign Fred Van Vliet, which is uh, pretty awesome, I think. Nine million dollars a year, pretty close to market value, which uh, from what I heard was kind of like eight point five a year. Um, so I guess a very slight overpay, but not a huge overpay. Uh, only two years fits in the, the whole two year window thing that Messiah has kind of been crafting. But um, yeah, I guess I'll just open the floor to you, Andre. How does the Fred signing? Um, yeah, how does it make you feel, you know, uh, in terms of Fred, in terms of the Raptors and in, in general? I, I think. Even looking at some of the guys that got signed, like um, Avery Bradley for whatever, $24 million, and yeah. even Tyreek Evans was like $12 million. Mm -hmm. I think us getting Van Vliet back at $9 million for two years is a great signing. And for me, it just spells like a whole lot of competency in the front office. It's like Agreed. day one, we set our priorities to re-sign Fred Van Vliet. We didn't blow our load and like get, you know, him for $15 million. We like got him at a reasonable price, locked him into the competitive window. And I think what it's even better if, you know, if I'm building out my franchise, I've got this guy down for two years, then everybody's off the books. And if he's worth it for the next contract, he'll have like the starting job. He'll be able to be like a cornerstone piece. So I like it in the short term and I actually like it flexibility wise long term as well. Yeah, I think that's pretty fair. I, I guess I was hoping for, you know, maybe a three or four year, a little less money, more of a guaranteed 
more guaranteed money in the long term. But it does seem like a lot is going on for this um, this core. Like it seems like we're all building up to have flexibility to this core. The Giannis rumors are getting louder. They're not going away. So that's cool if you're a Raptors fan. Um, but yeah, uh, Josh, how, how are you feeling about Fred Van Vliet? Are you just happy? Are you, you know, he bet on himself. That's kind of cool, right? Yeah. I mean, when they, the rumors about him going to the sun started uh, floating around, I like, yeah. I felt that anxiety of like, oh yeah. no, like this one, this is such a Toronto uh, sport fan thing where you watch this guy yeah. and you're like, oh, we found him and he was great. And then all of a sudden he got big and then we lost him. And right. then you just move on and to the next guy that we, we squander away. And so yeah. when he was, they were talking about him going to the suns, I was like, oh, I really, I really like him. But it was your brother who actually said something to me that turned my feeling on Van Vliet. Cause I love, okay. I loved Van, Van Vliet. Wait, Super happy. That one day. of my brothers one was anti Van Vliet. Not anti Van Vliet, but he, he made a comment to me that kind of turned because I was like when he got injured in the playoffs, uh-huh. I was like super. We had this is our guy. Like I can't right. believe that our entire t- our entire team is is rotating around this dude. You know what I mean? Like who knew he was so important until he got injured at that point? But then and he turned to me and he said, "Do you really want your sixth man to be the axis on which your team turns?" And I thought, "Oh right, you can't. He can't <laughs> be like okay." So I'm super happy we got him. I'm super glad we didn't overpay by like a like a norm right. norm Powell amount. Um, but but I'm like trying to temper my expectations. You know what I mean? Like okay. he's not the yeah. second coming, but sure. I'm super happy that he's there. I don't think we would be able to go forward without him. I, I think I think it's fair to look at something and kind of like acknowledge that it's good. Maybe it's not great. Um, I think well, I think losing yeah. him would have been like a you know a knife in the heart. Sure. Right. That would have been really awful. So is not losing him. It's kind of just like we were expected to not lose him. That's it. Like it's just it's just par for the course. Like mm. I, I think things get really hard in Raptor Land next year. That's what I think. Ooh. I think really? things get really difficult. I mean, okay. You, you know, know what? That's a perfect transition to my next question here. Oh great. Yeah. So um LeBron has left the, uh, the Eastern Conference to the West. Yeah, yeah we're going to talk more about LeBron later on. But wait. let's uh, view this for the, uh, through the Raptors' lens for a second. And, and um, yeah, so you think the Raptors are going to have a hard season next year. we got a new coach. we got a lot of young guys getting better. You know, we're probably going to have some natural regression from Lowry and Ibaka and, you know, the guys who are, are getting there in age, maybe even C.J. Miles, who knows. Um, but, uh, yeah, what, what for you, Nick, is success for the Raptors next year? Fourth seed, that's success yeah? next year. Yeah, I don't. So fourth seed, like, 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 you know, don't don't worry about win total, but fourth seed, you know, winning a playoff round, or if you, you got to get out of first round. For us, okay. it's like it can't be success if there's no out of the first round anymore. You have to get out of first round. So why why is there the dip? from first to fourth for you? Is it just because of Boston and Philly That's or it. is it because, because of, of Boston and Philly? They're going to get so good next year. So like, you'll be okay with if Washington beats us for the third third spot? I so mean, you know, I'm, whatever, I'm just pushing whatever, whatever happens, man, whatever happens. I don't think Washington's going to do it either. I think that there's maybe I don't know who your potential is for your third seed yet. Yeah, but uh, no, it's the Dwight Howard led uh, Washington Wizards. Oh, that's yeah. right, because he's going. He's did going. He, there. he just did. Yeah, really. Yeah, sorry, I'll stop jumping ahead to free agency because it's so bonkers. <laughs> it's so bonkers. Um, but yeah, okay. So that's. Uh, I think like I think I probably have a little bit of a higher expectation just in terms of how talented the roster is. Uh, I think there'll be some stuff there with Nurse, but. You know, when I look at Philly, I still see young, young stars developing. Yeah. And I think there'll be some, you know, 
But JJ's back. You JJ's know, back. Just yeah, a, for sure. They just signed, they just traded for Wilson Chandler. There so you go. So their team is really fleshing out. But I think that even if we get the third seed, I'd expect a pretty high win total. But for me, what I view as success next year is lots of creativity. I want to see all sorts of different machinations as far as the starting lineup, yes. the closing lineups, defensive lineups. Um, I want to see just a style of play, you know, that's kind of like, you know, uh, culture change 2.0. I want to see progress in that sense, even if it's less win totals. And yeah, that my, I, I, I you know, admittedly loved uh, Dwayne Casey by the end, but I still you know, griped about his lack of creativity. And that always bothered me. He's a bit old school. You know? Yeah. He's and so, so anyways, I, I hope that we're bringing in a guy who's his main agenda is creativity. Um, well, he's got something to prove now. I feel like, like yeah. Nick nurse, like, especially, especially signing Van Fleet, because we, we haven't changed that much. Like I have all the faith in the world in Masai, the Casey firing, you know, it, it affected that faith a little bit, but I'm still okay. willing to give Masai that benefit of the doubt because mm-hmm. this team that he's put together, like we went to the finals and I, that, I'm not sure that we're going to regress. I think we're going to achieve what we are capable of. We weren't a one, number one seed and we were so hurt by the fact that we went in as a number one seed. And I think that it was great. Like, I loved it. It was amazing to go yeah. in as the one. There's so, such, you know, Toronto, But it made, it made the, the, the smoting that oh much more, God. like, uh, pungent. Like, yeah, and I think everyone had our number. Like, they knew we were a third, third, fourth seed, and that was where we should have been. And, I think and, had and we they knew we didn't have any good rotations come yeah. playoff time. They knew that we didn't have any other tricks up our sleeve. It was like what you saw during the regular season is what you get. Being a Raptors fan is just a life of deep size. Yeah. Um, you know what? I, I always say at least you, tickets get cheap when we're not good. You yeah, know? Fair enough. Like, so wait, what, what, what's success for you next year, Josh? Uh, success for me is I think we've got to make it. It's got to be competitive into the end of the second round. Like seven, six, seven games, second round or conference, uh, conference finals. I think that there's no excuse not to make like this team could have made the conference finals without like if LeBron didn't, wasn't just a, a mat, think being made of magic that just yeah. hit whatever fade away oh, he wanted. You that, know, that's like, pretty fair to say that LeBron is a being made of magic. Yeah, yeah, it's just he just does whatever he wants. I've never never seen anything like it, and I'm still not someone who thinks that. I mean, we're going to talk about LeBron, but yeah, I still don't. I still don't think he's the greatest player of all time. But he certainly like if we don't have to play him in the playoffs. <sighs> yeah, I was firmly in the camp of people who did not want to play LeBron. In the playoffs, because oh. I was like, I mean, whatever, you know, you'll you'll never know. Sometimes you don't get to have answers to certain questions, but I really do think we would have beaten Boston, and I really mm-hmm. do think we would have beaten Philly. Actually, I still think we would have smashed Philly, and I know that sounds bonkers, but I just don't think, I, you know, there's something about the way the LeBron, uh, Kevin Love pick and roll just devastated our team, yeah. and then everything crumbled from there like a house of cards. But, I, I mean, I've been through that <laughs> at nauseum. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, we're looking forward, trying to look forward here, but uh, I, I live I live in Raptors town in my head, and it's a, it's a deep well, okay? Um, Andre, uh, well, what's success for you? Like, what's, um, yeah, obviously, yeah. you know, it's nurses here, so it's new, so yeah. the success yeah. is going to look different, right? Yeah, yeah, and frankly with lebron leaving for me i and the uh masai set up this three-year window right this is the window and if success for us is to like flirt around with the eastern conference finals like that's not success in my view right so frankly like to be a successful year to make this whole you know derozan lowry um era successful 
We have to get to the finals. And frankly, we have to look like we belong there. And that's, I think, for me, getting like to the it. finals, like and looking like we belong there, the that's dream. success. Now, do I expect that? Yeah. <laughs> not, not, yeah. Where, where, where do not, your expectations of success meet the Raptors? That's what I really want to know. I have a huge question mark on Nick Nurse. If he can somehow keep us uh, top five offense and defense, then I think my measure of success is is kind of what I would expect from this team. I know, you know, Boston's going to add more Kyrie mm-hmm. and more Gordon Hayward and yep. credit to that. Um, and I think we all talk about the strides the young players on the Sixers are going to make. But if you look at our roster, there are a lot of good young players. Oh, to man. Make strides. Totally. Like, yeah, we're, we're stacked too right, in, in a different way. OB. Yeah. Like what if Siakam just like gets a three point shot? Yes. Changes changes the entire team. So. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I keep the success bar pretty high. And as far as expectations, I'm I I'll wait and see. I'm optimistic. I I think Nick Nurse can keep it together and I'm just so excited not to face LeBron in the Eastern Conference. Oh, me too. It's a, it's a goddamn blessing. <laughs> like I, I think for me playoff success is I I really do expect us to handle someone in the first round. And you know, we did beat Washington at home in 6. So in a way it was handling, but <laughs> that's not a handling, man. A handling no. is <laughs> 5 or less. Yeah. Okay, you yeah, know what? You yeah. Okay, uh, I'll walk that back. Sometimes <laughs> I'm wrong, guys. Fuck. Um, no, but no, like yeah, like how about this? I I feel like it's fair to expect a gentleman sweep um, since, you know, tactics was one of the most maligned things about Casey and we're bringing in someone new. So, hey, he better be good at tactics. Right. Um, But uh, yeah, I think, you know, a a handling of a first round opponent and I I do expect. okay, let's say it's Philly or Boston. I expect him to like uh, us to either beat them or really go toe to toe with them. Yeah. if, If someone else handled us, handles. Sorry. If someone else handled us the way that LeBron handled us, then my expectations would not be met. And that would be, for me, a failure. Sure. Like, yeah. if, if we play Embiid and he did to us what LeBron did to us, like swept us, and, you know, in the, in the basically the last game we're giving up, uh, I would be, I would be like in the blow it up territory. Would you burn your Raptors hat? Nope. I like the hat. Uh, Mitchell and Ness, it's really nice. Uh my uh, my partner's aunt got it for me. Uh, Jan, if you're listening, love the hat. I would never burn the hat. Um, <laughs> I left my Raptors hat on my friend's couch after game four. I was just like, I'm done. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> that is not nice. See, see. I'm too deep in. That's being a Toronto sports fan. Like, yeah. if you want to like Toronto sports, you have to live in the hurt. Like, I'm not a <laughs> hockey fan anymore, strictly because, like, the NHL <laughs> kind of, you know, they, they disappointed me too many times. And so I've just given up on it. But, like, I was a <laughs> Wait, Leafs what about fan. living through the hurt? No, no, no. no this one, but this is what I'm saying. Like, I gave up on hockey, but I can't. Like, I was one. I was allowed. I allowed myself to walk away from one. But I still feel that I'm I'm, I'm allowed to come back at some point. If By the way, like, uh, to just to our listeners, Josh is pinching himself super hard right now. Why? Because because like, you're, you're into the pain, and it's just oh, like I'm yeah. seeing bru- I'm seeing I'm like, bruises form. <laughs> Living like, the hurt. He's just, casually talking, but he's bruising this shit out of they're himself. They're all just under the skin. I think we've all been you know disappointed. I think anybody who's like I remember I remember the Jays winning because I was a, a small child when that happened, and that to me I feel like that's the last 
pure joy uh, a Toronto sports team has had, <laughs> unless you're a soccer fan, I guess, because they they won MLS last year or something like that. But when have we? Yeah, they had a remarkable time. When, yeah. when have we done other than soccer? Like when is like when of the long time Toronto teams like the Argonauts won this year? They won the Great Cup. Oh this yeah, year. and that's yeah. We all we we all lived through that, right? <laughs> right. CFL um, for life. I was like, <laughs> okay, let's uh, let's wrap up this uh, Raptors segment. Um, Josh, let's start with you on this one. Uh, the Raptors have the uh, mid-level exceptions. Uh, this question is actually coming from Jonathan Yam. Um, and uh, it's $5.5 million. Uh, it's a pretty small contract. We expect them to use it. You know, MLSE, we're in the luxury tax. We're trying to win. There's no reason to save money. I'm a season seat holder. I don't want them to save money. Uh, who should we go after with the mid-level exception? When, you, when I saw this question, I was like, oh, it's too much math for me. Um, but then I went through the list. We were looking at the same list. Uh, the I guess it was online or whatever. It was top 25 free agents. CBS right. has got a great uh, oh, free yeah. agent tracker. Re- yeah, Huge it list. really is, right? I don't need and, to throw it to CBS, but I just did. Like, hey, CBS. CBS. We're big fans over here. Okay? <laughs> but So I was going through the list and I was trying to figure out like who would I – because I was like – I feel like this list is full of people I don't care about for the most part. Anyone right. who hasn't signed, I was like, oh, these are all – but then I found a gem. And I think David West, who is halfway down the, Ooh, he was halfway down. He was like at the 15, 14. And I was like, I've been saying forever that we just need, I mean, Valentinus is a great big man, but we need, we need like alternative scores. We need big dudes and they're not playing uh Bebe the way that you would think maybe they, they'd have him in there. Well, Bebe's gone. Bebe's out of the out? house. Did I miss that? <laughs> Yes. Well, we we haven't uh, we, we didn't, haven't we didn't him, offer right? him. A, 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 uh, but yeah, we didn't uh, you know send him an offer. So. We might scoop up Baby next year for three dollars. You know what? I'd be totally fine with that. Like three dollars a rebound, whatever that comes out to. Um, but <laughs> David West, like he's sort of he's a veteran. He's been on he's been on championship teams. You know, he's got the he's got the playoff reps. Like that was the thing our our team was missing is we didn't have if we had had PJ Tucker. In that locker room over the playoffs, like we tried. Do you know what I mean? We but that's what I mean. Like if you had a tried. player, if you had a player like that, like someone to take these, you know, sort of kids by the scruff of the neck and be like, "This is how we play." You know, do we get blown out in game two? Do we? You know. So I think right. David West. I don't know. I saw that name and I went, "Oh right, hot take." I love you know? it. Well, not so. a hot take. Good take. Right, um, <laughs> Andre, let's uh, let's let's hop over to you. Sorry, I gave uh, Nick, Nick a little bit of an eye fake out there. It's all good. I've got, um, I've got some great answers. Andre, who are you thinking for uh, for uh, you know a last guy in the roster for the Raptors to scoop up? Yeah, um, I think I was doing the whole depth chart, and I think we've got like five backcourt players with Lowry, Van Vliet, mm-hmm. DeRozan, Wright, and Powell. So I feel like backcourt's okay. Yeah, we've got two centers with JV and Pirtle. I think that's good for center. So for me, it's more that forward position. Right. Um, and maybe a small forward to play a bit of small ball. So, okay. Um, same logic as me. I, I wonder I've, if we're going to end up with the same guy. I have, like, I think I've landed on two guys that are at least somewhat um, serviceable, and that's James Ennis and Shabazz Muhammad. Ooh, okay. I like a bit the, of scoring. I like both those. Yeah, a bit of scoring, which I think, frankly, like when we didn't have Van Vliet, Larry or DeRozan on the court, the ability to score baskets was incredibly uh, embarrassing. And so um, Shabazz is probably the guy I'd go with. He's not doesn't offer all that much, but the guy loves to like get to the basket, shoot and um, just a rational confidence type of a guy. Um, So that's that's probably it. And then. My like super irrational doesn't make sense with anything, 
um, but I kind of like it from a storyline angle would be Isaiah Thomas just to like give the middle <laughs> finger to Boston and Cleveland and the Lakers. I saw Isaiah's Steph- name there too, and I was like, you know what? What if? Like, <laughs> I, might just I, be think crazy. I think he's lurking. I think I, yeah. I'm with you on that one. Yeah, like if he's healthy, you just get this like flamethrower off the bench that's just got a chip on his shoulder. Granted, will not play any defense, but. It, it's kind of fun to imagine, you know, Isaiah Thomas, Lowry, and Van Vliet just on the three-point line, like, throwing buckets. I like it. And he's probably going to go for, like, 30 cents on the dollar, too. Oh, yeah. oh, so, yeah, so cheap. Nick, you got anyone? Yeah. We're bringing back Vince Carter. Oh, God, I was waiting for someone to say Vince Carter. I saw his name on the list. And he is unrestricted. I, I didn't, anyone can sign him. I didn't realize he was unrestricted. Um, it would be great. And then he would actually retire and leave the league, and then we could all stop talking about Vince Carter. <laughs> oh, my God, the Vince thing. It's, it, it, it won't stop. It won't stop. So just sign him and be done with it. Use okay. your little exception. No, my real my real pick is uh, – I think we could. I think uh, Luke Mbahamute would be a, a great addition. Although I don't know if we can afford him. Is he an unrestricted free agent? Yes, he is. See, yeah, he was one of the guys that I was kind of looking around, and I'm like, I'm just assuming at some point the team that's interested is going to sign him. Like, I didn't see him as being like bottom of the barrel scraps. But you know what? He was last year. Yeah, and he's he's got a huge he got contract. scooped up last minute last year, and I was like, I was upset that the Raptors didn't get him after losing to PJ Tucker, and it was even more upsetting that Houston got Tucker, and then they're like, oh, you know the other guy that your backup plan will grab him too. <laughs> um, yeah, I like those picks. You got anyone else or? Uh... Um, what's his face? Um, oh, let's bring Amir Johnson back. He uh, okay? I was looking at he just also uh, resigned. Oh, with, did with he? Philly? Yeah. Ugh. Um, but I thought Amir Johnson was kind of a fun answer too. So, um, in the, in the Emba Mute category, I was thinking Wayne Ellington. Yeah. yeah. He's 30, but I think he's probably just too good. Right. Like he's going to be gone, but I'm sure Miami Someone's will. Go. I don't know, man. It's, it's like, well, there's three days left. Like what's the, well, and yeah. And like, cause a, a restricted free agent, um, is Rodney hood. And I'm wondering if Rodney hood is maybe, especially with LeBron leaving, if Cleveland is just like, listen, we are, are a fire sale yeah. and we're not even spending any money. We're already in the luxury. So, he might just be a guy who they don't offer any money to. Lou obviously doesn't like him. So he might be a player who's, uh, you know, has to do a one year prove himself contract. And I think he'd be really good. Um, and Trevor Booker was my other guy who was like, you know, in between us, you know, he's kind of like a power forward dude. I thought could give us some muscle, but, uh, yeah, that's bottom of the barrel. We could use some muscle for sure. We could use some muscle. We, we need some grit. Is These one of the kids. Morris brothers available? No. No? No, they're they're busy just pumping iron, man. <laughs> um, Speaking of brothers, so is, I think, Brooks Lopez is, uh, isn't Brooks Lopez? Is wait, which, yeah, which, bro- it's Brooks. Brooks. Yeah. He's the one. And I was like, I mean, again. I love how cheap. you're, pr- you're pearla- pluralizing <laughs> his name. Brooks. Brooks. Oh, right, he's just Brooke. Brooks. Is he just Brooke? Yeah, you better Brooke. believe he's just Brooke. I don't know if I would have a Lopez here. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't you just want the guy with the biggest hair on? I mean, if we don't have Baby anymore, then listen. Why, I only why want I only want both of them here at the same time so they can work on their comic book together. That's <laughs> because that they do. Yeah, <laughs> they do. One writes, one draws. I'm serious. And and, and you know, I think oh I want to give them a home for that. You know, maybe in the in the uh, design district or something. I, I want those guys right. to get going. There's yeah? actually a pretty like uh, there's a small comic book uh, creator community in Toronto. Like a bunch of guys who draw for like DC and Marvel and shit. All live in the city. They'd go wild the for the studio. Brooks. Could you imagine? The Brooks is his. I'll, the Brooks is I'll be his. like, you guys should talk to them. Get them in here. Yeah. Um, what's the other one's name? Mario Lopez. Uh, Robin. Robin. <laughs> 
Yeah, Mario yeah no, it's Mario brother. Lopez from Saved by the Bell. Yeah, That's yeah. who that is. Um, okay, we got so many free agents to talk about. Yeah, We're probably not going to get to them all, but we'll try and get to the big ones. Matt, can you give me that NBA sting? <laughs> Folks, I'm cool. <laughs> you're at home think about how cool i look right now okay <laughs> it's like i am basically surfing on a bunch of you know hundred dollar bills you know what i mean wait till uh, you guys see the instagram post. yeah wow yeah, you're gonna be like that looks like a sweaty nerd um uh andre let's start with you let's start with the let's start with the big one you know people uh uh they gotta hear. They gotta hear us talk about it. Uh, Matt's gonna uh, get going on whatever timer he's got going. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's We're right. Have a timer going. It's five minutes per free agent, and um, yeah, I'll give the floor to somebody and then interject as you see fit, everybody. Dope. But uh, Andre, should I describe the buzzer? What you're gonna hear? Yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry, okay, we'll sorry, just quickly sorry, do sorry, it. Sorry, Andre. Yeah, like, like, yeah. Why don't you give us what All we're right. gonna hear I'm for gonna, when the five minutes? I'll ends. play it so you know. Sure. Okay, and if you know what it is, tell me. Okay, okay sure, no problem. All right. I have no idea who's saying "bada bing, bada boom." It's someone in a hallway, clearly, saying the words "bada bing, bada boom." It's Demarcus uh, Cousins. That's right. On the phone, and so he's being filmed doing the call to join the uh, Warriors. He's going bada bing, bada side. boom. Yeah, he's doing the West Side. Uh, that's hilarious. That's At the end of it, he says he's like, "I'm a warrior," and he hangs up the phone or something. Wow. Yeah, anyway, so that's oh. how you know. Okay, so clip. when you hear when you hear that abstract voice in a hallway, <laughs> your time's up, uh, folks. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> okay, uh, um, Andre. Yeah. Uh, what was the bigger surprise to you? LeBron going to LA or the clown car that followed him there? I'm talking about Lance Stevenson, JaVale, Lance Romans. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I think anyone that was paying attention knew that the Lakers were, you know, pretty much the front runner to get him. So as far as that being surprising, not totally. I In was fact, though. I was really? surprised. I thought, really? I don't know. I That's thought it crazy. would be like a basket, a basketball situation. I thought, you know, the fact that he signed four years, I just didn't expect him to commit to anyone else that hard, especially yeah. without a chance to the win a championship. His for son sure. yeah. enrolled in high school in LA. It was yeah. over. Yeah. The I only st- thing I could possibly think of is like the Rockets, but then that started to, Definitely not seem to be an option. Um, I so started thinking w- Philly, San Antonio. You it know what? Cool to see I missed it. Philly, it Philly never made sense to me because it's like, what are you going to do with Ben Simmons yeah. when you have LeBron James? You're pretty much turning him into a non-shooting guy. So it, it becomes a really weird chemistry issue, I think, with those two guys on the same team. But I think also but, like oh. – Sorry, uh, Le- LeBron just doesn't like it's the best basketball decision for him. Like it's the it it's for me, even though like I have like deep sport hate for for LeBron James, like my respect for him went up considerably really? for so many reasons. Oh, yeah. One, it's a good basketball decision. It's the exact opposite of the Miami decision, right? Like he went to his friend's team in Miami and with L.A. Not only right. is he saying this is me and you're going to build around me, he's going to bring greatness back to one of the great. Right. One of the great like teams. Yeah. Like, 
yeah. he's so it's like the anti Durant move. Yeah, and yeah. It's like LeBron. The the obviously teams are going for as many people as they can fit on their roster and pay for and whatever. That's the new sort of like key to winning in the NBA. And LeBron went no. no so you're not. I'm you're, doing this this way. He went he went full like cojones. He's like, oh, the the history of the Lakers. Cool. Like, I'm not afraid of that whatsoever. A team full of young guys. Fine. Bring it on. That's what he needs. Uh, He needs a team of young guys. Yeah. What? He's he's also coming in and being like, LeVar, Lonzo, I don't (laughs) care. Well, I was was reading someone talking about how Lonzo might actually be a really great fit for him because Lonzo doesn't want to shoot. Lonzo just wants to get rid of the ball as fast as is humanly possible. Well, and he's great that, at it. You saw that bit, right, where they were like talking, where they pulled their shirts up, right? Yeah. And they were just like, you know, <laughs> like, what are they saying to each other? And I'm sure LeBron was just like, next year, baby, you and me, you can throw the ball to me all you want. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, like, Lonzo LeBron could be really interesting because he LeBronzo. could kind of like, LeBronzo. Yeah. Or, or Lon's Brun. Um, but yeah, I know he could. Uh, that's that's my so, favorite I'm, circus clown. I'm LeBron's so sorry, out. everyone. Lon's Brun. Um, but no, he really could kind of um, help him craft his game. If Lonzo yeah. wants to be great, it's a pretty fortunate situation for him. Um, yeah, there's so many amazing and, stories. And now, now he get Lonzo also gets the opportunity to learn from such luminaries as Lance Stevenson and Javale McGee. Uh, like. Oh my God, I know. <laughs> yeah, but see, what's that all about, though, guys? That's the, I the he's the baddest know. guy in the playground, making everyone do whatever he wants. Like you can't you can't mess around on a LeBron James team. Like you just he's bringing people that he doesn't. Lance Stevenson, he doesn't want to play against. Clearly, that was the only no, reason. No, he's like, I, I don't want that guy blowing in yeah. the ear. Well, but forget the blowing in the ear. <laughs> Lance you, you Stevenson can me- has You can had mess LeBron's around number. on a LeBron team, though. I mean, he did yeah. have J.R. Smith be a it's total yeah. knob. Sure. Look at the yeah, and like miscreants and the whole Cleveland. the whole but LeBron with shooters thing. Is that over? Because Lance can't shoot, Lonzo can't shoot, and Rondo can't shoot. That's a lot of non-shooters and a lot of people who want to handle the ball all the time. But I don't think this is done. Like, I think this is part of it is I think this is the beginning. Like, I mean, the obviously the beginning of free agency, but like there's trades that have to happen. Like Kawhi is going to move somewhere and then that's going to shift the landscape of it's got to be two or three teams. Like no one wants to give up what they want for Kawhi. And so he's just going to go somewhere for whatever the best deal is, which is going to throw like, I think the Lakers aren't done. Magic isn't done. Like this is not the team that will take the court. No, if anything, magic is just like acquiring assets that he can. Yeah. Like you've seen it this year. They like a team with LeBron is not afraid to tear it all down at the trade deadline and just be like, here's LeBron's new team. That's going to go all the way to the finals. So is, is the Kawhi trade imminent or what? I don't think so. No, I think, no, eh? I think the Spurs will keep him under lock and, key because they would rather no one get him. No, I think they'll trade him. Yeah. Gonna, they're going to trade him someone in the East for whatever they like for the best deal they can get. Someone will pick up Kawhi just Somebody for the at year. the trade deadline. Come on. Not right? even yeah, the trade, trade deadline. deadline. I, I feel sure. like before because he's not going to play. <clears throat> but he clearly he, doesn't want to play in San But okay, Antonio. if he didn't play and you're Philly, like what what offer? Oh, okay. Here we go. The, uh, that's great because we'd already moved on to Kawhi. Yeah, oh, that's geez. right. That's right. The random hallway sounds. I forgot that was the are both vague and unclear, but they do their job by confusing everyone. I was like, "Where's Andre Collins?" Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, Andre's just he's driving through lots of different parts of LA. Okay, um, little, LA's little Italy, I guess. Uh, okay, Josh. This one's coming at you. All right. Um, Boogie Cousins, uh, DeMarcus (laughs) Cousins, went to Golden State for 
basically the league minimum. I think it was like 5.5 for a veteran or whatever it is. Uh, it's a one year, I guess it's a make good deal. Um, does this say more about, you know, a broken league unfair system or is it more so about uh, injury uncertainty? Uh, I don't think it's a broken league. I think like, like, you know, well, yeah, well, what do you use more true about that? It's shocking. I think that's like it, arguably the most shocking thing that's happened, right? It's shocking for so many reasons. And, but I think it's shocking for the same reason that LeBron doing the Miami move in like, you know, when he did that, was it 2010? Yeah. Like, that to me was the same sort of shocking. It's like, why would a young player who is arguably, you know, able to go and help a team that isn't competing, compete like Boogie Cousins could go so to, there's so many options out there where he could go go and be vital and he went to the guys who are winning already like I've and I'm a Warriors fan from like back in the day like I don't even like the fact that they're this good because like I was a J Rich fan like I remember yeah, when yeah, Warriors yeah. sucked and now I feel like it's almost like I'm bandwagon jumping my own other team like outside right. of the Raptors and so I feel weird being like I don't like them having all of these players like I don't like this game you don't like that they're uh starting lineup literally looks like a starting all-star lineup. That's the thing. It's the same reason I didn't like the Miami team. I love Boston. Yeah. When they put KG and, uh, and those guys together, I was like, that's the way that a super team should come together. Guys who tried their hardest, couldn't do it, you know, on their own, come together at the end of their careers for these exciting, like you want to see them do well teams. And this is sort of like, eh, I don't feel like competing. I want to be on the team that's already winning. Like I'm what? What do you guys make of this rumor or the, the report that he didn't get any other offers? That was the Jamel Hill tweeted one. it, so it must be true. <laughs> I mean, wait, who's who's Jamel Hill? Jamel Hill is like a sports talk lady. Uh, she's on ESPN. She's on ESPN. Oh, is that where the rumor came from? Uh, no, I just know that she like she tweeted it. This she's afternoon. the one trying to see. You know, uh, I oh. thought you said JaVale for a second. I was like, JaVale. yeah, I was like, whoa, JaVale McGee, in, yeah, JaVale he's McGee is saying things. Um, I am listening. <laughs> I, I, I'm like, like, yeah, I, see, for me, I'm, I'm kind of wrestling with this whole idea that like parody is the responsibility of the players and not the teams or the owners of the franchises. I think it's like the basically if Magic signs LeBron because he's like, I don't care about small markets. I think Boogie should be able to be like, I'm going to this place because I don't care about New Orleans or Sacramento or wherever. Um, however, I do think that, I see, I think the real story with Boogie or the thing that is like not getting talked about enough is that there's a chance he's not going to make a full comeback. That's right. That's Based exactly. on his injury and his size and his position, I just think there's a chance, if, you know, obviously he's an amazing athlete, but is that's such a devastating injury that I feel like the like teams were just not serious. And, you know, he also has like this whole personality thing that people are afraid of. And um, yeah, but you'd have a chip on your shoulder if you spent like years in Sacramento, too. Oh, for sure. You know, sure. for sure. But I, I don't know. I just maybe I'm just being too optimistic, but I kind of feel like there's a chance that. This doesn't it's not that it doesn't make the Warriors better, because I think it obviously will, even if he's like half or a quarter of what he is. Here's the thing. You finish you finish and then I'll I'll Oh no, just just that like I think I like the unpredictability of players doing whatever the hell they want. Like I like that. Although, I mean, again, yeah, I do also, you know, I, I can I can think two things, right, guys? <laughs> I don't I don't like foregone conclusions either. So if Boogie suits up and it's like holy shit, then that sucks. He could also destroy the team. Like from right? the inside. That's kind of what I'm know? thinking. I, that's I feel like let's just 
not let the chips fall where they no, may, I, I, but they'll get rid of him before that. Like he's it's they'll get rid of him before he wrecks the team. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, know? Clay Thompson can't shoot anymore because he's, he's out every night. With <laughs> <or whatever. laughs> what, what were you going to say, though? Uh, Just that it, I think it's a smart move on Boogie's part, because if he you're right, he might not come back to 100 percent, but he's still amazing on that team, even if he's at like 60 or 70 percent. You know, what I mean, he doesn't have to be the best on, right. on the war. It's like it's I think it's a really good, smart move for him to potentially salvage the rest of his career. If he can make good in Golden State, right, put up some good numbers, be a good help, you know, have a good personality, have like a good, yeah. you know, like. He's I think that's what, I mean, if, if he's like part of a winning, a championship winning team, I think he'll be looked at differently 100%. Um, but if he was the fourth player on this team, I think it's a completely different, it's a different equation. I would I would not have the same, it wouldn't have made me. Like, yeah, it gets yeah. worse every big star. Yeah, right? I'm like, yeah, if you yeah, were yeah. number four on the team, like if he'd gone to Houston, Right. Like and he was, you know, the fourth guy on that team or whatever, or the third, even whatever he would be at this point. It sucks to see the winners get better. Yeah. Yeah, But all these dudes on Golden State, they were not like winning draft picks. These are all guys who were developed through Golden State. Totally. For sure. You know, so I don't you can't sit here and be like, they're a super team. It's like these are, you know, Clay Thompson was a scrap that nobody wanted. And now all of a sudden he turns out to be good and everyone's jealous. But that's kind I did of that thing where you put your hands under your. <laughs> but, that's, but that's before. Just oh, under got, the, under the, the wire. weird hallway audio. <laughs> under Sorry. the wire. That's why. <laughs> under the wire. That's that's why I don't like it because they made that team the right way and they said, "Hey, we're building this team up from guys who we believe in and we know are capable. And we're going to give them the the space to be Steph Curry and Clay Thompson and Draymond, right?" And yeah. then they went, "Oh, wait a second. Well, we could do this with less effort. Let's get let's get KD. And then they brought Durant in, which made me lose a little bit of respect for Durant. And now they've got four guys and like you're watching them play. And it's like, I love dynasties. I love greatness. I love this team. But now you've got five. Like, come on. You know what I mean? Like there's at some point it just kind of it's not boring. It's still great. I'm not nope. totally against it. You're right. I'm, I'm tweeting at Boogie right now. You know, like he, <laughs> enough's I, enough is what this I'm was, saying. I think his mistake. And I think if you made the league boring, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, way to go, buddy. Like, um, what, sorry, I, I feel like I didn't get to you on this one. Uh, Andre, do you have any uh, boogie thoughts? No, I mean, for me, it's just wild that nobody else apparently gave him a call. Like, I know that, you that's know, I blowing my about mind. The, yeah. the Wizards, I was like, oh, it's like, you know, can someone offer John Wall yeah. and yeah, it's crazy. Can someone yeah. offer him more than $5 million? That's insane. <laughs> it's, why like, didn't we do it? This yes. whole, this, <laughs> why didn't any team do it? I want, this I want whole year's free agency is messed up, though. Look, it, look at it. It's all one and two-year deals, you know? The only person yeah. who got, like, any sort of, like, big payday is LeBron James. Everyone else is like, yeah, I'll take one year here. Okay, one there's, year a, here. there's a couple more paydays. And, Andre, I'm going to hit you up with this one. Um it's a little bit, you know, I'm going to avoid some big, huge, huge, huge names for a sec here because I think this is an interesting one. How do you feel about the one year, $15 million a year contract for Trevor Ariza to the Phoenix Suns? Andre, what's your uh, what's your take on that? That's an interesting one, right? I yeah, I don't get that one. Like both from the amount of money you're spending on Trevor Ariza, which I think is a bit on the high side. And also, I just don't understand what the plan is for Phoenix. Um, I, I, maybe it's some sort of like, hey, we're going to bring in a vet who can, you know, work with Josh Jackson maybe and show him the, show him the tricks of the trade as a, as a 3 and D kind of guy. 
Um, I don't know. You know, I, I, I think it's a, it's a weird one. Um, maybe it pays off at the trade deadline. They can dump them off for another pick. And maybe that was some of their thinking, like get a, get a guy that playoff teams will salivate around for the, for the trade deadline and then maybe get a second round pick for him or something. But otherwise it, it, it it's a little, um, confusing, I think. Yeah. Uh, Josh, you got any, you got any thoughts on Ariza? It was I liked it. I just don't like. I think they paid way too much. But like I, Ariza is this really quiet dude. But if who, you're Phoenix, though, what's the money to you, right? Well, that's like, the thing. Right? You're, you're 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 when you're gonna be good. Or you're planning to be good. It's like at a later time, right? I think, or, or, or do you think it's just important to keep that flexibility? No, I think. I mean, I think for Phoenix being such a young team, having a guy like Ariza, like Ariza's been around. Like, right. He's been on champion. Like he was on the Lakers. He should be good Obi for Booker and, and yeah. Like cetera, he just. Right? I think that we sometimes sleep on the idea of these old, like there's a lot of LeBron and his older crew of mm-hmm. like, you know, tried and true shooters and stuff kind of overplayed that idea of like the veteran. But like, I love young teams that have that one or two veteran guys on yeah. the yeah. on their bench who are playing, you know, 10 minutes a it's game. A big shout out to Matt who loves Chuck Hayes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, Matt, I could see became a real basketball fan after the Chuck Hayes point. We all know. We all know what that is. Right. The, the James Johnson dunk on Drummond and people started arguing after Drummond, you know, shoved him. And, and Chuck Hayes just had a, a fatherly point at everyone on the bench. And it was scary. Yeah, it was but, a very serious point. So when you're an agent, but no, no, but that's the thing is like when you're when you're coming into the league, you're like, a you know, for the first three years of your career to have a guy like that on the bench, like a Chuck Hayes point at the other team like I feel like that's got to I mean I've forgotten what it's like to be like you know 18 19 20 years old but yeah. I would have to imagine oh for sure I, were we ever uh, but <laughs> and just I've formed with this beard um, but that's the thing is like you I feel like for for players the idea of reps I think is way it can be very underrated we get we get really you know into these flashy objects and stuff mm-hmm. but Trevor Ariza he's just a guy who's he's always on the periphery of greatness it feels like like he's always around stuff you know You're yeah like, he's won a lot he can't he can't I don't think he can hurt and he, the he plays a vital position too yeah. um you got any thoughts on uh, Ariza Nick I just thought it was so wild that it was like day one it's like that's the first thing that came up mm-hmm. in anyone's feed is like Trevor Ariza goes to and you're like but no, nothing's happening. I know, yet, man. Yeah. That a free agency is great for that. <laughs> Hold your horses. Yeah, sometimes just uh, someone's coming in. It's like, guess what? I'm a role player and a swingman, but I'm really valuable, and I'm going to this uh, franchise that nobody cares about. What do you think about that? And I just like, don't. I just don't, I don't know. Refresh his, the page. You know, like what is his thought process on that? Was he like, well, I know they're they're gonna dump me anyway, or I, I'd like, was Houston going to keep him? Or was it, would they, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know well, what goes on there. I think Andre was right about the trade deadline. Like he see, it seems like, it seems like such an ideal person to bring in, bring him into the tra- trade deadline and then dump him back to the Rockets, dump him back to he's whoever. Going oh, back man. To whoever he's going back to yeah. You know what I mean? Like that $19 million, you know, you spread that out over two teams over that year. Like I, I could see Ariza being like someone, someone sitting right now in a boardroom going, Okay, let them pay him 19 mil. Come the trade deadline, we're going to get him for the last four or what? I don't even know how contracts work that way. But like, you know what I mean? Like someone's going to I feel like someone he'll be a trade deadline. Um, dude, I feel like this season's got to, especially with these moves, like with these teams stacked the way they are. The trade deadline is going to be nuts this year, I think. Yeah, yeah that's that's. Oh, <laughs> but a bing, but a boom. But a bing, but a boom. I'm a warrior. Okay. I think someone's telling me the subway's delayed. <laughs> Nick, I'm, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come at you with this next one. After this, we're going we're gonna to bring the rounds to three minutes. So it's, it's going to be a little, 
little tighter, a little faster. Great, let's do it. Um, but th- this is a pretty league-altering signing, uh, in my opinion. Um, what do you think about uh, the small market victory that is Oklahoma City retaining Paul George? So they signed Paul George. They got Russ to agree to the five-year Supermax. Then they somehow keep Paul George away from L.A., like that is that's you know if boogie wasn't such a freak surprise to me that would be you know something i was hoping for in terms of you know everyone talks about parody and that sort of thing and it's like this is kind of what this is the system working if you think about it like that it's him taking the most amount of money and it's a it's a small market team taking a risk and it's them retaining him um i don't know who i was asking this question to me uh, yeah it was nick yeah sorry um yeah, well, what, what do you think about this uh, Paul George um, signing? Is it a victory for small markets, or am I looking too deep into it? Uh, you'll have to remind me if uh, Mello is still in uh, OKC. Oh, he, oh, opted, in. he opted in. He opted in, of course, year. because he knew he wasn't going anywhere he else. Opted in, like he opted it was in. a question. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I think that's. I think it's cool. I, there's part of me that thinks that there shouldn't be allowed to be small market teams. Like, it's just like, what's the point? If we're just going to all gripe about like, well, it's not fair. The league's not fair. Then just get rid of all the small market teams. Blow them up. Make them go they, into bigger teams. They might hate that more. <laughs> yeah. Like all the small market, like all their complaints. It's like, you know, honestly, we hear your complaints. You're gone. You're gone. <laughs> you're gone. <laughs> you know what I mean? I could just imagine Milwaukee being like, it's not fair. Like the way you guys like judge, judge Giannis and all of us just being like, sorry, Milwaukee. You're actually kind of a small place. We're taking Giannis. And then we're also burning Min- down this Minnesota, building. Minnesota, you're gone. <laughs> Orlando, you're gone. Uh, Oklahoma City, you're gone. Um, I'm just trying to think of like some other garbage teams. Hey, goodbye, Denver Nuggets. Goodbye. Oh wow. Uh, no, because there goes there goes there goes the goodbye the, Utah Jazz. But that's the thing. There goes that rookie man, rookie man. season. You know where you like the the first round draft pick gets to like you know spend five years becoming the favorite son of like mm-hmm. Minneapolis or wherever whatever. You know I, I don't know why I picked a team that didn't actually have. Well, I guess they had the yeah, Wiggins yeah, Towns. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like you like I, those guys. Well, you, you can you can guarantee that the Knicks will still be bad, even with all the small market teams <laughs> gone. Yeah. yeah, right. Well, right. although did what aren't there all these rumors right now that Dolan's gonna sell the team? Is what? It, am I the only person that's Oh seen man, it? thanks I for bringing that to the podcast. I, that I, would I be haven't insane. read a bunch, but there are definitely rumors. You heard out it here right first, now. folks. Guys, I'm wow. breaking, I'm breaking <laughs> that's this. Breaking news. news. I saw to Elon Musk or who? Yeah, hopefully. No, no, I just I just <laughs> saw a bunch Kevin of Durant. Kevin Durant's going there. It's gonna shoot there. shoot the Knicks into space. Yeah, there's yeah. whispers. There's whispers of Dolan getting ready to sell the team, which I mean you gotta think of an entire city has hated you for as long as they've hated Dolan. Like sure. at some point you've gotta take the two or three billion dollars you're gonna you're gonna get yeah. for the Knicks. But Jesus. Yeah, sorry, sorry. I didn't mean to take us off the free agent. That would be like no, a no. I think that's agents. very much. That makes a lot of sense when you think about what Paul George did, like James Dolan and stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding, dude. Um, no, but like, uh, yeah, like I, I'm excited to see Paul George and Westbrook play another season together. I've Me heard too. a lot of analysts so far say it's like boring. Enough. And sorry, yeah, so, but I just don't think they got enough time to gel together. You yeah. know, and I mean, Takes I time. know. Russ is a hard guy to play with. This is what like he kind of looks like. I mean, I don't know Russ Westbrook personally. Sure, you know, sure you do. You uh, don't. You know, oh, we we garden together. Yeah, you, you know? garden together. Okay, don't lie. But he's a hard guy to get along with. You know, like he's yeah. like, you don't. Not everyone gets chemistry with him. Yeah. You know, and gardening wise, he digs up everything. Oh my god, he doesn't like anything but basil. Yeah, <laughs> and he doesn't like anything but basil. Um, Paul George. 
I thought he, I thought that was the, I was, that was the one that surprised me the most. I mean, Boogie was out of nowhere, but you always expect like one out of nowhere thing. Yeah, yeah. Every, no one thought Paul George was going back, especially with LeBron going to the Lakers and stuff. I was re, when I saw that pop up on my phone and I was out with a bunch of people and no one gave, no one cared, but I was just like, oh my God, he signed with the Thunder. And people were like, why, what are you yeah, talking and, about? And he said that he would sign, resign with the Thunder well before, you know, LBJ yeah. Yeah. dropped the, he's given the them rate. some time to plan. I think yeah. they, they've got Nerland's Noel. Yeah, um, they I did. think yeah. they signed. Oh, <laughs> there is big. There's Biggie. There's Boogie. Biggie's like, um, he's like you're not talking. Boogie's like you're not talking about me. <laughs> I think it's that's like for a buzzer sound, perhaps the the least definitive thing I've ever heard. Because it's a vague sound. It grows. It's really long. At the end, he it's, says, "Damn, it's done." Wow. Yeah, that's quite the progression. Um, uh, I think I think I'm coming to you, Andre. Um, you know, I was gonna hit you up with the uh, with the Jokic contract, but I, I can't quite see that on here. I don't know what that, how much he signed for. Uh, well, let's just do it anyways. Jokic uh, opts out, which is very interesting um, of uh, of like his current contract to kind of it's like a wink, wink, nudge, nudge thing with Denver. But um, my question about Jokic is. Do you think it makes sense at this point in the NBA to spend that much money on a center that can't play defense? Five years, 147 mil. Five years, 147. Oh, Huge contract. Geez. So, yeah, Andre, yeah. How, how are you feeling yeah. about a guy like that? Is he enough of a superstar for that to make sense? I think we obviously have a growing malaise with centers where we just kind of feel like they're, they're a bit of a hanger-on and not a really a centerpiece anymore. But... The one thing that Jokic brings to the table is that playmaking ball movement thing. Yeah. And I think that's really what's more valuable. And yes, he's he really good play. at it. Yeah. You know, he doesn't play defense, but so uh, do a lot of other people not play defense. And um, and I think ultimately what you're getting is somebody that can really facilitate what's becoming a really potent offense. And I think um, if Michael Porter somehow manages to uh, return to that super hyped uh, uh, scoring option that he was at a high school. Yeah. That's going to be really deadly with, with Jamal Murray, Michael Porter and all these different pieces with a playmaking center, I think is, is, is a different way to approach the modern NBA. And, and yeah, I, think I, if you, I like it. I like yeah. And if you can give him maybe a, a rim protect, like, like, to be honest, and uh, obviously I don't want to do this, but you could imagine someone like Siakam as his power forward, who's hmm. like cleaning up all of his messes. <laughs> right. Um, that that would be the ideal construction. But I, I like it. I like Jokic. I think it's a good, good uh, building block. Yeah. I, I like when, you know, like uh, when a team zigs when everyone else is zagging. It's it's cool when, when you look at the landscape and you're like, you know what? This is our team. This is who we have. Yeah. We're going to try and, and make you- this special. And you know what? They they might not even end up paying this whole contract because we're getting rid of small market teams and Denver. Could, you know. Yeah, I was, yeah, that's actually a good point. I, I was like, Denver can just enjoy its weed, right? Like, well, <laughs> well, with the small market teams, like, doesn't it just feel like like if you think about? I'm trying to think of what player on the Raptors that this correlates to the most, but it's like the Nuggets are a team where they're they're enjoying some success. This is the like kind of the centerpiece of their of the not the main one, but one of the centerpieces. Like, you just feel like I can just picture like. Denver fans sitting around a bong thinking about being like, I really hope they keep him. Right. And then being like, Oh, we signed him for way too much money. 
I'm still okay with it. Like I can't. Right. I'm just trying to think of a raptor that was the same. Like I feel like we've we've done that at Sayer least once. Serge Ibaka, Demar Derozan, <laughs> Demar Derozan, yeah. Lowry. Oh, yeah. Lowry. Oh, there's Boogie in the hallway. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess those are all those are all fair recent yeah. examples. Oh, lots, yeah. of, lots of fresh examples. Being a for Toronto you fan, right? <laughs> um, this is maybe the last giant contract, and I. Uh, I had some beers during the World Cup game today. It was a very exciting game. So if I said this name already, please just stop me. Um, but the, yeah, the Rockets signed uh, Chris Paul to a four-year, $160 million contract. And I think this is more interesting than people are kind of giving it credit for, just because he's going to be pretty old during those last two years. Like people really slammed Blake Griffin's contract and Chris Paul is going to be getting paid like 40, $45 million when he's 34 and older and he's already pretty injury prone. But I guess if you're Houston, you had to do it. What, what, what's your, what's your feelings on the, on the Chris Paul um, Rockets resigning Nick? Who else were they going to get? Like what else were they going to do? You know, like the whole the whole conversation right now is that there's a glut of point guards. I guess you could get a bunch of point guards, right. a bunch of like young point guards if you wanted to. But Chris Paul is the best of them. Right. He's still the best of them who's available. Isn't that true? He Chris Paul. I, oh, easily yeah. the best point guard in the market by a long shot. Like, right. It's not even close. And not even on the He's one of the best point guards to play the game in the and, last, what, 10, 15 yeah. years. And like, if he's healthy, there's a very good chance that they edge out Golden State. And they are in the finals this year. If he plays those last two games, LeBron James wins the finals this year. Probably. Whoa. Yeah. I love yeah. the double logic leap. <laughs> oh, wow. No, you know what? I actually and then he stays somewhat agree with that. Right, but exactly. um, yeah, Andre, what's your what's your thing on the uh, what's your take on the Chris Paul uh, resigning? Do you think it's kind of just like, yeah, the money's huge, but we had to do it? I I think it's a disaster. To yeah. Be oh yeah. Oh great. I was I was kind of waiting for this. There's because, the hot take. Well, it's so yeah. much money. It's so much yeah. money. Like I mean, yeah, it's, it's huge. already it's already not totally working out, right? Like he got injured at the most important time mm-hmm. of the season. Um, he's only getting older, and right. now it's like you they know what? Theresa. Yeah. What's really gonna work is more money. And when he's getting older and like a $42 million paycheck when the guy's like limping around trying to get 15 games in. I love Chris Paul. I think he's incredible. Um, But I think the back end of that's going to hurt a lot. And if they don't get it done this year, maybe next year, um, it's going to be really, really, really sad times for uh, the Rockets and and James James Harden's prime, really. Like this is going to be a huge weight dragging down James Harden's prime. And I think I think as if I were a Rockets fan, I would feel pretty uneasy about this one. Like imagine imagine we just went four years for. Lowry at like $35 million. It'd be rough. But yeah, but yeah. more injury prone, you know? Stop. Oh, there's the bada bing. All I wanted to say is like, you should, maybe you save some money for Clint Capella. Like he's still floating around there. Clint Capella right has not been re-signed. He, he has not but been But he's re-signed. restricted. Uh, he is restricted, restricted so, so they can is, match. Yeah. Um, but still, like he's just, you know, like you, you, he was really good this year. I got, I got one coming for you, Josh. All right. Um, Utah... <laughs> Uh, signs Derek Favors to a $26 million um, contract. I think it's 13 a year. Uh, two years. Is that, it was that. What was it? Two years at 13? Two, two years at 13 mil. It's not, it's pretty who's, small. Who's Derek of. Favors? 
Okay, no. fair <laughs> enough. Whoa. I'm like, bada bing, bada boom. Yeah, I know. I thought we were going to get bada bing, bada boom by Matt right away. Just because, uh, yeah, oh, like $13 I, didn't, million I didn't think we were there him. yet. But yeah, Woo. it's a it's a lot of money. I mean, look, you know, that it's another small market team. So they're, you know. Would you rather have uh, favors <laughs> at 13 or surge at 20? Just kidding. Yeah, obviously, favors <sighs> at 13. That's just the... That. Yeah. That hurt. I was like, surge at 20 is a sentence that actually physically assaults me. What about Biombo at 18? What do you think about that? I oh still would have paid. I would have paid that when it was on the table. Oh, God. I would have paid. I'm glad we did it, but I would have paid it at the, the time. That's contract in the NBA. <laughs> that or Noah, I think. Yeah. Um, yes. What, what, what are you feeling about uh, Derek Favors, Nick? I don't know. I yeah. Don't know. I mean, I like, you don't know. You don't care. I love the way he dunks. You know, he's a great passer. Sure. Uh, that backflip that he did uh, in the yeah. first round. Trampoline dodgeball highlights. Super and stuff. Um, but he looks like a player from the seventies. Got that nice mustache. What, what are you Where's feeling? Those short shorts. Yeah. What, what are you feeling, Andre? Could could you see this guy in, in an old seventies Cadillac LA styles? Yeah. No. It's, he, he, he would suit it, you know. But uh, but when you get the the option to stay in Salt Lake City, you can't turn it down, right? Oh yeah, it's a sweet Salt Lake, baby. Yeah. Hey, it's home of In and Out Burger. It's the home of In and Out Burger. Oh man, you smell the salt, then you smell the lake. You put them together. Salt Wait, Lake. Salt, salt Lake City. You can marry as many Fresh. as many people as you want, right? That's, you you that's know what's you know what's wild. Yeah, like, right. Apparently, apparently the coolest thing for uh, Salt Lake City is they have um, these ridiculous soda bars where they go and they drink soda and they mix all the different Badasses. sugar. Oh, badass. really? That's, badass. That shit scares me because that's too badass. That's almost the most interesting thing I've heard in weeks. I did um, not know they had soda. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, you know, we, we didn't get the boogie noise yet. So, Matt, let's jump to one minute, you know, Ooh. just to just to fire through some of these guys. Um, there you go. There it is. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom in a hallway. I love, I love it. OK, um, Josh, I'm going to hit you with this one. All right. Alfred Payton leaves the Phoenix Suns, goes to um, the Brooklyn or sorry, the, the Pelicans uh, one year contract, two point seven million dollars a year. It's a one year less than three million dollars. Some guys are getting no money, right? Yeah, I mean, but that's because everyone else is like they're the contracts are so big that you it's I like seeing guys go for like, I mean, I want everyone to make as much money as they can. But right. like, it's nice to see that you can still get a guy for like two points at two point three, two point seven million dollars. Alfred Payton, he was uh, he was a pretty high draft pick, like what, three years ago. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. There's like it's like driving a car off the lot. You know, everything <laughs> depreciates immediately. <laughs> the you know? bumper falls off. It's half. It's, old, it's worth old. half its value the second you put them on the court. You know, like sometimes, and there's just not enough. I mean, you know, what you can't pay everyone. Everyone can't get a max. So I mean, it seems like a good deal to me. But okay. who's who's still in New Orleans? Like they still got Anthony Davis, right? He's still there. Yeah, they got Anthony Davis. They uh, they, they have, got Drew Holiday. They got there you go, Drew Holiday. Yeah. Uh, Miritich, I believe they're targeting. Um, They got some people because they were Drew Holiday. They got um, it's never a team I watch. I never watch the Pelicans. You know, like it's Solomon Hill. It's just the worst name in the entire NBA. It's not a it's not a confidence instilling animal. No, I don't. (laughs) Hey, there he is. Maybe Boogie can tell us why a Pelican. I still don't. Andre, it carries water in its mouth, man. I got I got a good one for you, Andre. All right. Where, where'd he go? Where'd he go? Oh, man, I lost him. 
Oh, oh no, here, here we go. Um, from the Memphis Grizzlies was uh, seriously underpaid last year. He was one of the guys we're talking about, actually. And he uh, he did a may, uh, make good deal, and he made good. Tyreek Evans got signed uh, by the Pacers. One-year deal, $12 million a year. Um, is that a huge – that feels like a huge pickup for the Pacers. So what, what, how are you feeling about that, Andre? I think he's going to – if you're looking at kind of that, that wing player to complement uh, Oladipo – I think that's a really nice piece. You get somebody that can score, somebody that's a bit of a playmaker. Um, the crazy thing was I was kind of considering him when we were talking about a uh, $5 million mid-level guy oh, for yeah? the Raptors. Wow. So I do think you know 12 mil um, is a bit for kind of a journeyman that's never really had a good fit. But uh, he was on my fantasy team last year. He put up some nice uh, 18 points, four rebounds, six assist games. Oh, yeah. Um, so you know, I, I think he's a he's a guy that helps, and uh, and I think the Pacers have a good kind of uh, team dynamic. They play good team ball, and they, they're adding another playmaker seems like a good fit for that team. Pacers are your Eastern Conference uh, third seed next year. Oh shit! That, you know what? They're gonna be tough. They're gonna be tough regardless. Like Oladipo, it looks amazing. So he's I, you see oh. fire coming off of him. Folks, he's running around. He look, yeah, he's we can't like, talk about him can. anymore because Boogie's back. Um, well, uh, well <laughs> the bottom big, but it just sounds so weird. Um, okay, we'll do a couple more here before we move on to rapid fire questions. Um, Josh, let me hit you with a with a bit of a, a a dark question here. The New York Knicks sign Mario uh, Herzonia or Mario Herzonia. Um, does that matter at all? No. And is New York the saddest place in the world, Josh? No, it's not the saddest place in the world because no matter how much you hit, like no matter how much like hurt you would have over the Knicks, you're still living in New York City. I feel like that fair, balances. Fair. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, but I yeah. mean for better for, oh, for a basketball fan. For a basketball fan, I don't think it matters. I don't think anything matters right now. I think Nolan, uh, Dolan selling the team is the only thing that could make a Knicks fan. <laughs> so you're be, like, yeah, sign his own. Yeah, sign we're gonna get rid of Dolan. Like, screw this. Well, I don't even mean that. I just mean like literally, if that doesn't happen, I don't think you can be a Knicks fan with any hope at this point. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's an owner in the league that has more you know like has done more bad for their uh for Brand. their organization like the fact that i think if he was anywhere but new york there would be no way that he could i mean maintain a team like that you'd make money off a team like the knicks are just printing money so you can do whatever he wants but right. like it's wild i do um, i do i do feel too like if you're gonna be a team with no hope I feel like Porzingis is like the funnest superstar to have. Yeah, and then yeah. Hazonia kind of seems like an equally wild card type guy. So yeah. if you're going to lose games, watching those two guys seems like a good They option. should be the team that brings LeBron's clown car over. Oh, yes. <laughs> there's Boogie, baby. He's I back. Just, I want to see James Johnson go there and just like start fights. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, they still I, got an S. Kander, do you write an S. Kander for free agency? Yeah, I got I got one more for free agency here. Nick, this one's coming at oh, you. I hope I hope it's who I think it is. Give her. Wait, you know what? My mine was gonna be Aaron Baines. Oh. So who is yours? Because it's probably someone I forgot about. Jose Calderon going to the Detroit oh. Pistons. Oh, Jose Calderon on a one Pistons. year. I didn't see that. Two point four million dollar contract. Reuniting with Case Bones. I like that. I like Casey. Jose K. No, you, you know what? Uh, I like that a lot. I mean, we're all happy for this old man still collecting <laughs> money, right? No, but let's really actually talk about um, Dwight Howard just got signed to the Wizards. Uh, that happened right before we recorded. Did it? So, yeah. Well, yeah. What do you think about that, Nick? Let's start with you. Why does Dwight Howard continue to get to play in this league? <laughs> hey. 
you know? I, I, rebounds. I, yeah. Rebounds and, like, arms that are, like, He's 19 Superman. feet long. Yeah. You know? I but, think it's nostalgia to some degree. Like, there he, there was such hope for Dwight Howard. Oh. And then all of a sudden it was like, and you're like, oh, wait a second. He, I mean, then Superman dunk was cool. You know? And you're like, oh, I guess you can't do what we thought you could. I don't – I think that team just – I feel like it's just a locker room brawl away from imploding completely, which, I mean, I guess if you're going to do it, Dwight Howard's a good way to go. Oh, I mean, they got rid of Gortat, right? Like, they need someone to replace him. They do him. need a – yeah, they did need a big guy. But and like, maybe – I mean, maybe Dwight Howard will do better than Gortat did. I don't know. Like, Oh, I think he's going to have an MVP level year. Oh, yeah? That's no, the hot no, take. Not at all. <laughs> That's the hot I just want to know what that locker room is like with Dwight Howard and John Wall. And, oh, it's and, fun. You know Happy-go-lucky. Like, I'm sure yeah. he won't be the cancer in Washington. <laughs> well, just how many cancers can you have on one team? I a think bunch. that's really what it comes down to. It's like Washington's like, we want full metastatic, whatever. Like, it's just all over the team. There's yeah. we're, we've, we're leaning into it. Speaking of. <laughs> uh, wait, this time it's Dwight saying bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> that's, how he, that's how he told the Wizards he was coming to them. Yeah. Dwight Howard. You know what I love about Dwight Howard, though? He's one of these guys, like, when you watch him do a free throw, he sticks his arm out, like, straight from his body and then just sort of, like, taps the ball down. Oh, yeah. No, if you're taller than 6'9", the physics get wonky. Yeah. It's wonky. He's just like, bonk. Like, um, just, like, puts his arm out, like... <laughs> Like but, a, one uh, of those toilets, you know, or like one of the taps where it's hand operated. It's like, and he just like does the free throw. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. We got some goddamn rapid fire questions to get to. Matt, if you got a sting, would you hit a sting? If you don't, I'll talk to you. Hit something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Super funky. Just did a line of coke. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, okay. So this is a rapid fire question. Um, uh, we get some people to ask questions. Here's the deal. Don't think about what you're going to say. Just say it as quick as you can. Uh, Matt's got some who wants to be a millionaire music for us. Uh, Andre, you're on the phone. So we'll start with you. Uh, okay. <laughs> phone a friend. Phone a friend. Oh, okay. He's giving up already. Okay. So this this question is from my brother Thomas Revis. Is this real life, Andre? Um. Hey, I I guess so. Yeah. I don't know. I guess it's weird with LeBron James moving to the Western Conference and and this being a new type of NBA that's really not looked like any NBA before, but. Um, but I can tell you the, the, the vibes of LeBron in LA are going to be nuts because just the, even this last week is crazy. Hey, Tom, there's your answer. I hope you fucking <laughs> like it. Okay, Josh, coming at you with another question right. from my brother, Thomas Rivas. Should the league step in when a Max-ish player takes a contract one-third their worth? I know Boogie wasn't offered anything elsewhere, but just a hypothetical. No. I don't think so. I think the league needs. I think I, I like the idea that a player can take way less than they're worth because they want to be somewhere. I'm not saying that's why Boogie took that money or why he's, you know, on the Warriors or whatever. But like, I like that idea that at least it's possible. Like, wouldn't you want the, the your, your star on your team? Like if DeRozan was like, OK, 
you know what? I'm going to take five million a year because I want this team to be as yeah. good as possible. Like that's the greatest. That would be that would be the athlete that would have my loyalty until the day they died. How can you be this guy right now? And you just said like eight, 15 minutes ago that you were like Kevin Durant. I don't know. I'm not into it. He took a pay cut to go to that team. Yeah, but OK, that but that's not the same thing. That's like you're that, that's, this. that's you saying I don't want to I want to win because it's the easiest. I'm going where it's easiest to win. What I'm saying is like if you want someone who is like willing to make the team better, I I know it's sort of it's it's kind of the same thing. You're but wearing it, the hat right now and you're telling I it know, to me. I was to, you know, no, I this is a perfect a segue bit. to the next question. It's betrayed a Nick, little. Nick, <laughs> this is from Frank. When is enough? Enough. <sighs> Oh, that's a good one. When is enough enough? When you uh, have satisfied all of your desires and all of your dreams and there is no new grounds left to conquer. Wow. That's beautiful. Cheers. This is, I didn't really relate it to basketball. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Just let it fly. Um, Andre, uh, yeah. com- coming to you with uh, a question from Matt McCready. How many games would it take? Would have would it have taken for the Raps to beat G State in a playoff series before they finally tilted the scales in their favor by signing Boogie? <laughs> it's a very convoluted question. You got to imagine a, a variety of scenarios before you even answer it. So I'll give you a second to collect. You know. <clears throat> Um, I'm sorry for these dumb questions. Bada boom. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Let's say uh, 32. 32 years. 32 years. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a great answer to that question. Um, We get a senior citizen boogie cousins to (laughs) finally beat the Warriors. Bada bing, bada boom. (laughs) Well, guys, bada bing, bada boom is a perfect end to the podcast because that's it for the questions. One more time. One more time. Let's hear it out. Oh, shit. It's, it's more yeah. like he just got signed to Eastside Marius than, than he got signed to the Warriors. Yeah, 435 Pizza Nova over here. I'm loving this guy. Oh, you can eat salads. Guys, thank you so much for all doing the podcast. This is a good time i'm sure we're gonna have a shit ton of free agency happen before uh we record next week um but uh yeah andre um you got anything going on you got anything uh, you want people to know about um we've got a great uh secret facebook group so try and join if uh <laughs> i if like you know it secret password <laughs> oh I, I like that a lot uh, yeah Good luck. <laughs> I love advertising something. You just, listen, you don't know shit about this, but you want in. And guess what? Even when yeah. you find it, hey. you might not get it. I like that. That's good. Um, Josh, what's up? You got anything going on? Uh, uh, I do. DG special coming up. There's a, We just did the DG special uh, for the end of June. Next one is the last Friday in July. That's down in the rec room. Um, and uh, you can go to dangalia.ca or my website, kjoshradio.com, um, where you can also find my podcast, which is called Running Up the Downstairs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Nick, what's up? I'm leaving in two weeks to go to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival Ooh, in the month of August. Uh, love Edinburgh. 
<clears throat> I'm there with a cool Canadian puppet company doing a show called Famous Puppet Death Scenes for three weeks. So if you've got awesome. any answer uncles in the city uh, yeah 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 if you have a whatever that voice was enjoy the live theater yeah you say you send those oldie hans over to uh that's right scotland if you if you were young people if you know any young people that would be even better honestly if you said some young people uh a lot of puppets die and it's um, very funny. <laughs> I want to go now. <laughs> Just a last little shout out. I know it's a basketball podcast, but uh, I, I want everyone at home to uh, just feel happy. Uh, for Matt Duncan that we signed we signed John Tavares the Toronto Maple Leafs thanks everybody signed John Tavares <laughs> huge fucking news it's, it's, uh, it's yeah. a really really yeah. really Whoa. big deal um, that's a big fish big they, fish if they make oh. it to the Stanley Cup I'm gonna be a fan nice that's, a big fish. that's okay I'll, I'll buy a Leafs hat if we make it to the yeah, Stanley Cup yeah that's the only way I will <laughs> all my childhood years of fandom yeah. get me to the Stanley Cup that's what I feel oh. like this is hockey right we're talking about hockey yeah <laughs> guys uh, that's the podcast thank you all so much thanks for listening subscribe and all that Hello. cheers everybody can anyone around here speak basketball <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. If you could go on iTunes and Stitcher and subscribe and rate, that'd be great. Go to dunkspodcast.com. We got everything you need there. Thanks. Bye.